Hello and welcome back to Relate with Elevate. It's Brittany Gole here and today I have Jada Todd joining me. We both have recently had baby boys and we wanted to share a little bit about our birth stories and our postpartum experiences so far. We both had experienced seeing and hearing many horror stories about labor and delivery and postpartum experiences which left us feeling negative and anxious leading up to the births of our babies. Because of this, we both wanted to share and shine some light on some overall positive experiences to possibly ease some anxiety of soon-to-be moms. We share about things that have positively impacted us in these experiences, such as our faith, supportive husbands, good friends, lactation counseling, and both prenatal and postpartum exercise and physical therapy. Our hearts go out to you if you did not have a positive experience, and we just want everyone to know about the support that is available for new moms and the importance of prioritizing yourself and your own physical, mental, and emotional health. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Hi, everybody. Um, We are back with Relate with Elevate. This is Brittany today. Um, I am here with my friend Jada. Uh, who just had a baby as well. So we're just here to kind of talk about our birth stories. Um, we'll touch a little bit about on our, we'll touch a little bit about, touch on our pregnancies a little bit. And then um, just our postpartum experience. Um, I am six months out of having my baby and Jada, you are one month out. Yes. So uh, we just wanted to talk a little bit Um regarding that there can be positive birth stories, positive postpartum experiences. We totally understand that there are the negative ones. Um, We both are very thankful we had um, pretty positive ones and we both feel just ahead of time um, researching and (laughs) social media and everything that we saw regarding, I would say for me, especially labor and delivery was also much just like horror stories. Right. And so, uh, I just feel like it would be good to put out there that it's not all horror stories and things can go smooth. So, um, let's just start talking about our pregnancy a little bit. You want to share a little bit of your pregnancy story? So, this is my first pregnancy, so I'm going into it not really knowing what to expect. I mean, I have a sister who's been through it three times, and so she told, told me all sorts of things, and I just expected it to be the same, um... And it's not. I mean, every pregnancy is very different. I didn't necessarily enjoy being pregnant. I was sick through a lot of it. Um, But overall, I mean, it goes fast. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely positives to it, too. I mean, it's a miracle you're growing a baby. Yeah. So you just have to keep reminding yourself that the end result is totally worth it. Exactly. In the, like, I don't know, in the thick of it, it did feel like it was lasting forever yeah, for me. Definitely. But now that it's over, I'm like, gosh, that was such a short little, yeah, like, period of my life that, yeah, it was rough. It wasn't everything I had, like, hoped it would be. And yeah. the things that I had planned for my pregnancy, as far as, like, I just thought I'd be able to carry on with my life like normal. And I saw yeah. all these, like, fitness influencers just continuing on, like, their fitness routines like that was a big one for me I expected to just be able to do that um especially being into personal training and everything I thought that I would be able to continue with my own routines and I was um in the middle of getting a certification for prenatal and postpartum 
fitness. And I just, like, felt like a hypocrite sometimes because I had kind of let my own routine go because of, yeah, being sick. And then I went through headaches, and then I had heart palpitations that I was dealing with and had to go get a heart monitor put on. And then I had SI joint pain so bad I could hardly walk across the parking lot, let alone, like, go in and do a workout. And so um, that was just different for me. Yeah, and I had the same experience. I told my husband, like, when we found out we were pregnant, I'm like, I'm going to make sure I work out, like, three to four times a week. Like, I'm going to stay active because, like, I know it helps with labor and delivery. And that just didn't happen for me. I mean, the most I could do was take walks and then do my physical therapy. Yeah, yeah. And so that was, like, eye-opening. Like, it just doesn't go the way you plan all the time. Right. And not to say that my next pregnancy couldn't be different, but... Yeah, and it just is so crazy how different everybody's experiences are, too. Like, I have friends that say they just, you know, felt great their entire pregnancy. They feel better pregnant than they do when they're not. And that was just not the experience for either of us. We talked a lot during pregnancy, too. I feel like um, just about how disappointing that aspect of it was that, like, our expectations just weren't really met in that area, I guess. But um, one thing that did help... um, is I, both of us did do, um, prenatal physical therapy. So, um, just working on core strengthening to help with back pain, a lot of pain management, a lot of mobility, um, things like that. I'm very glad that I did that during pregnancy. I know that, uh, even though I still, you know, was miserable some days, I, it would have been worse had I not done those things to prepare and, you know, still pushed myself to keep my body moving, and it may not have been in the way that I thought that it would look, but at least I was still doing something positive to um, maintain good core strength and um, stay active and keeping my joints mobile and everything that it would take that I knew it was going to take for uh, labor and delivery and just for the challenges postpartum as yeah. well. Do you feel the same way definitely, from yours? Definitely, yeah. Um I was fortunate enough to be able to come twice a week, like, through my entire pregnancy. My insurance allowed it, which was a huge blessing. Um, It was just a way to keep myself accountable, too. Um, And, yeah, without it, like I said, like, I wasn't able to do my normal workout. So, at least this was something. It was moving my body in the way that it needed to be moved. Yeah. Um, And I had a pre-existing back injury. And honestly, like that was something that scared me going into pregnancy. I thought it was going to be a lot worse, but having gone through the core strengthening and the pelvic floor exercises, it kept that pain away. And I'm honestly impressed with how well my body handled it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, and so let's move into like labor and delivery. Sure. So I'll let you tell your story first. Just yeah. give us the whole lowdown. <laughs> so I actually went a week overdue um, and then was induced. That was not my plan. I went into the whole thing saying like, I do not want to be induced. Like my body yeah. knows what to do. <laughs> um, but with a week overdue, my doctor just kind of suggested that I mean, the risks of everything kind of goes up the more he stays in there. So we went in um, on a Sunday night and got induced, and he was born by 9.30 the next morning. So my experience overall went pretty quick once they administered the drugs. Um, And, 
Yeah, contractions are horrible. There's nothing that can prepare you for those. Right. I had no idea what to expect. Like, what were they going to feel like? How do I know if it's real labor? Things like that. But I also think that was the worst part. Pushing was a breeze, honestly. Yeah. Um, But I think that was a big part from doing physical therapy. Like, my body was ready to do that. Yeah. Um, So I, I would do delivery over again before I get pregnant I know you had said the same thing like that part of it was a lot easier for me than I expected Uh um, which was a nice surprise yes definitely I the only difference for me there was like the contractions versus pushing so for me I felt like the contractions were more bearable than the pushing portion was for my delivery so I had had so many Braxton Hicks from like 22 weeks on there was actually two occasions that I called into my doctor's office because I was like okay I've been having like (laughs) contraction pains for two hours five minutes apart just like you said like you know what am I supposed to do and they're like no you'll know you'll know and I'm like well I like I don't understand how like if this is happening you know right this consistently for this long um what do you mean I'm supposed to know like I thought that was like the stipulations you know so, I was so worried that I would, like, have no idea, um, like, when I was in actual labor versus when it was, like, false yeah. labor in Braxton Hicks. Um, so, I went in for my 38-week appointment, and, well, at my 37-week, they start checking you, and I was not dilated at all. And then my 38-week, I was suddenly at a 5, and I was like, what in the heck? Because that's, like, over halfway there. And so they're like, yeah, are you, like, feeling anything? I'm like, no, actually, I haven't had any Braxton Hicks or contractions at all this week. Like, go figure. And they said, okay, well, like, you can go home and whatever. And I'm like, really? Like, a five? Like, I was a little bit nervous. Right. And so, um, whatever, I came home, went about, like, the next, oh, I don't know. It was probably, I, it was probably five days, I think it was after following that appointment and then it was a Sunday night and I had been oh gosh it was a really busy weekend and I feel like I was so miserable the whole weekend I also was like major pregnant at like the heat of summer like July so it was just hot we had a lot going on um I was pushing myself to do a lot of things when I was just feeling like garbage honestly so we had, I had a baby shower to go to that Saturday. I had a diaper kick that Saturday night that I went to. That Sunday I went to church and then I went to a bridal shower and then I went into town with my husband to my friends. It was her birthday so we just had pizza with her and her husband and then went on a walk. Um, and we all like went on a walk together. We're like, okay, let's walk this baby out of you. So we just started walking around town, whatever. Um, it was so hot out. And then we went home. I could not, for whatever reason, like fall asleep that night. So I took a shower, all the things. Just, I don't know, I was reading. I showered. I was like, why am I not tired? It was finally like midnight-ish and I fell asleep. 20 minutes later, I woke up to like intense contraction pain and I was like okay yeah it's different like you do know so um that was a surprise for me I like woke my husband up and I said 
okay, we got to go, like, to the yeah. doctor. And he was like, well, what? Like, how many have you had? Right I said, one, but we are going. And he's like, why are we supposed to wait until they're five minutes apart? I was like, no. I don't know. This is already, like, immediately painful, which was crazy for me that it didn't, like, build. Like, with all the, yeah. I don't know, with all the Braxton Hicks and everything that I had before, like, those would slowly build. And I thought that's just kind of how labor worked. But I, like, went from, like, yeah, I didn't feel that good, but I didn't have any contractions to, like, having a painful, like, shoot-me-out-of-bed contraction. So, um, woke him up. Yeah, in between there, they were about eight minutes apart at that point. Um, we started getting stuff around, getting everything packed up. It had been, like, 30 minutes after that. And we had, like, a two-hour, which you did, too. So, we yeah. doctored in North Platte. So, we so had a two-hour, yeah. not two-hour, hour-and-a-half drive, drive for us. right. So How far was think- yours? about an hour and a half yeah hour and a half um so yeah you have to consider that too um they tell you though ahead of time that like most first time moms like labor for what's the average like 20 20 hours hours or something like like that so but I was still just like okay like we better just go down there so it's like around 1 a.m when we left and um I guess one thing I had really done uh, leading up to it, so I'm, like, an anxious person in general. (laughs) I also, like, do not like hospitals, doctor appointments, shots. I've always been a person that, like, I will pass out if I get a shot. Like, um, IVs, I do not do well with all the things. So I had been super nervous about labor and delivery and how I would handle that. And so I had found a lot of, like... Um, meditation type things to work on to get yourself in a good headspace leading into that Um, and then I had also put together like a playlist of like Christian music that both like calmed me and like made me feel like empowered I guess like I can do this you know I'm strong enough to do this God's right here beside me so we like put that on in the car I don't know if my husband and I hardly talked the whole way (laughs) to the hospital I just like turned that on closed my eyes, leaned the seat back a little bit, and he, like, held my hand the whole time, and I think I'd just, like, squeeze the crud out of his hand every time I had one, but I just, like, would breathe through it, and I feel like that really helped just to calm me, um, because I remember that being really intense pain, but even my husband made a comment that, like, through the whole thing, he's like, you never hardly, like, said anything, like, he's like, I expected, like, cussing and yelling and, like, Like hitting me and, like, Like the movies, And he's like, you were just silent and calm the whole time. And I feel like your hormones take over and you can get yourself in a good headspace. Like I said, I am a person that does not handle stuff like that well. And I'm an anxious person and all of that. But I was able to just get myself in this headspace that it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about this baby. And And there's an end to it. Yes. That was what I had to keep telling myself is like, this is temporary. Exactly. And just like, okay, you can, they always say like, you can do anything for a minute, right? So Exactly, like, yeah. Like, I watched a few like hypnobirthing classes. Yeah. And just gaining some good education like on how to breathe, I think that really helped me too. Because yes. I didn't do the typical like screaming or cussing or whatever either. No. I was similar to you where I was just breathing through it. Yep. Yeah. It was just, like, a very, honestly, like, even though it was one of the hardest things I've ever done, it was also, also like, one of the most peaceful things that I've ever yeah. been through, I feel like, the entirety of, like, my labor in, I don't know, through delivery, like, it was just, I don't know, it's weird to say it was calming, but it 
I feel like I was able to stay calm, like, semi-easily. I also wrote down these, like, affirmation cards, too. Yeah. Um, I didn't bring them with me, but I had, like, had them and looked through them several times, like, leading up to it. So I had remember some of them. Like, my one that I kept going back to was, like, God created my body to do this. Like, he formed yeah. my body to be able to do this. And I wrote down other ones, like, yeah. women have been doing this for years. Women do this with less assistance than what yes. I'm having because I'm one that I love to be able to like you know have a home birth and a doula yeah. and all that but I'm just too anxious and not <laughs> which I don't is, know which not is okay the too there's no yes. right or wrong way to do it there's you know? not no I love the idea of that but I just know personally that that's not what's like right for me um but anyway so we get, get to the hospital around 3 a.m and they had, like, met us at the door with, like, all their stuff. Because I had called and said I was on my way, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't think he's, like, coming out right now. And they're like, well, we just had to make sure, like, we read in your notes that you were at a five, like, a week ago. And so we just wanted to, like, make sure. Um, so we got checked in, and they <laughs> made me sit in a wheelchair up to the room. I was like, can I, like, walk up to the room? And... They're like, no, we have to put you in here or whatever. It's protocol. So we go up. I, like, had all this stuff in my head, all these things I was going to do during labor, you know, all these different birthing positions and stuff that I was going to try and, like, deep squats, and I was going to walk the halls, and I wanted to keep moving throughout my entire labor. Mine, like, went so fast, it's almost like a blur. So they had, like, gotten me up there, checked. I was at an 8 already or something. I think it was an 8. And so... Uh, it was, like, just basically time to get rolling with stuff. So that was another thing that just, like, was not in my plans, which was probably good for me because I had less time to think about stuff. But um, also, like, even birthing in a hospital, like, they very much let you set it up, like, what makes you comfortable. Like, I read things about you can bring essential oils, little machines and stuff. Um, I brought a little speaker, and I asked if it was okay if I played music, and I continued to play that playlist that I had put together, um, just of worship music that, like, helped to call me, and several of the nurses commented on how much they loved it, that, like, that's what was playing. They're like, gosh, this is just so calming, and we love this so much. We love your playlist, and um, that was nice for me. It was just a comfortable environment to, like, do what I needed to do to make it yeah. A smooth process for me, I guess. Um, but then they, I was going to try <laughs> without an epidural. That was another thing in my, my plans that I my, really wanted to try. My plans too. I had yep. the same, same thing going in. Like I can do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I definitely can. Well, when it came down to it, everything, like I said, was going so fast. They told me epidural now or never and I was in so much pain at the time and panicked so much in the moment I was like I think I need one and so I think I am I don't know I can't decide if I'm glad that I got one or not because I don't know what it would have been like without one so um but once I had that I feel like I did even like like I said then after that contractions weren't too bad for me. Were you yeah. still bad after your epidural? Yeah, so I had a similar situation. Like, I kind of got stuck at an eight and a half centimeter. Yeah. Um, and they kept saying, like, I had this lip on my cervix. So, like, it just oh, wasn't, yes. I wasn't progressing. He was what they called sunny side up. So, like, I think that's what's 
kind of stopping you from regressing from that eight and a half to fully dilated. So Dr. Clude came in and he goes, I don't want to talk you into anything you don't want to do because you've told me you don't want to have an epidural. He goes, but I think it would help your body relax. Yeah. Which is what I think we need to get you past that point. He yeah. goes, obviously we can not do it and you're, it'll just take longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that moment, like I broke down and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, right. I think I can do this without, but at the same time, like, yeah, at that point, my contractions were really painful. Um, so I, I did, I ended up getting one, um, yeah. but I was so far along that they weren't able to administer like the full amount or whatever. Yeah. I'm I think sure that's the same thing with mine. Which was okay. Like, I yes. mean, I don't, I didn't want to not feel anything, you right. know, cause I've heard, Again, these are all just things you hear or see on yeah. social media things that the recovery from an epidural can yeah. be kind of just weird because yes. you can't feel your legs and things like that. So I could feel mine. Like yeah. I had feeling in I my legs. I could feel mine too. I could move my legs. Yeah. I could still get up onto my hands and knees because yeah. I was doing different rocking positions like up on my hands and knees and the nurses yeah. would ask like, you know, they're right there, but I didn't need help in order right. to like still get into those positions. Yeah. So I feel like I had, like, the perfect epidural, honestly. I think I did, too, because, honestly, like, as soon as I had it, after I kicked in, after, like, 10 or 15 minutes, I was able to actually get, like, 20 minutes of rest. Yeah, yeah. And my body, like, calmed down, and then all of a sudden I started to feel contractions again. I'm like, okay, I think I'm actually ready to push. Right. And after that, like, I had him 20 minutes later. Like, yeah. my pushing period was 20 minutes, which That's is nice. crazy. Yeah. But I think without the epidural, I think I would have just, it would have taken longer. Right. So I think, looking back, I think that's what my body needed to yeah. just... Push you over that edge yep. and get you to relax a little bit. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy to me, too, once I got the epidural, how much I just, like, it was just, like, this breath of fresh air to, like, yeah. finally relax in all this, like, pain and tension that I had been in, like, where I could still feel things. Like you said, I could still feel my contractions. I could tell when it was time to push yep. all the things, but... I was not in such excruciating pain as I was before. It's still painful, yes. Right. But it was bearable. My difference was I pushed for two and a half hours, which is a really long time to push. Yeah, it is. Um, and so that was hard because I had not slept, like, at all, obviously, the full day before. And yeah. then I had slept for about 20 minutes before I woke up in labor. And so... Like, I hadn't slept in however many hours. I was exhausted. It I, like, pushed from, like, 7. Yeah, right around 7. And then I had him at, like, 9.35 in the morning. So, um, it was right around that two-and-a-half-hour mark. And I just remember that part being the part for me that was, like, <laughs> the most difficult. Like, yes, like, end? there was a point when I looked at the clock and realized it had been two hours of me pushing And I was, like, falling asleep in between pushes almost. Like, I would feel like I was, like, dozing off and then another contraction would hit and I'd push again. And then I was just, like, almost coming in and out of consciousness. I was so tired. Um, But just, like, the encouragement that I had from my husband, like, he was right there beside me the entire time, like, encouraging me, reminding me that I could do it, reminding me. He had looked through those affirmation cards that I had written, too, and he was sitting there when I was so tired that I could hardly remind myself of that anymore, he I was sitting there over. reminding yeah. me of that. And then, honestly, just, the, again, going back to the worship songs we had playing in the background were just a good reminder constantly in my head that entire time 
feel like God is with me through this. Like, he yeah. created me to do this. Um, we're going to get it done. And then my doctor, too. I Yeah, I remember looking at the clock at, like, that two-hour mark, and I was like, are you going to have to take me for a C-section? Like, are we ever going to get this baby out? And she was so encouraging. She said, no, honey, you're fine. He's fine. We're going to push till this baby comes out. And just our nurses were such great cheerleaders, too. They were so positive and encouraging the whole time. And, like, each push, I remember them just being like, you got this. Like, you can do it. He's almost there. And then, they, you know, they'd tell me, like, we can see the top of his head. We can see his little hair. And just all that little stuff that they would say was just encouraging like you said knowing like this is temporary he's right there like yeah I'm gonna have my baby soon like I'm gonna get to hold this baby soon that I've been growing for the last nine months so I yeah it really ended up being such a positive experience for me truly like looking back mine was very similar yeah yeah and that whole day just like you said it's just a blur like it goes so fast it is yeah And not to say, like, we obviously completely understand there are birth stories that don't go this way, but um, we just definitely wanted to share these just um, for people that may be pregnant or thinking about having babies and all you're seeing is the horror stories. That's not all that there is. Um, It can be a positive experience, and now I know that I could do that over and over again. Um, Now, moving into postpartum. You want to share a little bit about how your postpartum experience has been? Yeah. Um, so he was born, he'll be a month on Thursday. So, I mean, this these last four weeks have literally flown by. Yeah. Like, they're not kidding when yeah. they say, like, the days are long, but the years are short, or however they say it. Like, yes. It's for real. Um, he had a little bit of a rough start. So when he was born, like, coming out, he inhaled some fluid. Um, so we actually had a NICU stay for a few days. Um, so he wasn't, I wasn't able to breastfeed for the first two days, which was my plan. Yeah. Um, but just cause he was hooked up to a CPAP machine and he had IVs and everything and we weren't able to do that. So after that, he just really struggled to latch. Um, which I saw the lactation specialist in the hospital. She tried to help there and I actually did come back when we got back to town. I came and saw Emily too. Um, since she's, we just wanted a second opinion and I yeah. knew that she, um, obviously is certified in that as well. And right. actually coming and talking to her was a huge help. Like she's a great resource she provided a lot of different things for me to try. Um, which was the whole experience was just a little stressful. I mean, honestly, that was more stressful for me than the actual delivery part, mm-hmm. just cause you want so badly to be able to provide for your child, yeah. you yeah. know? And, and when you have that in your plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of threw that all off. So, I mean, I spent the first week at home just like an emotional wreck. Like, my hormones kicked in mm-hmm. overdrive, I feel like. Um, and I just, I started stressing, like, I'm not going to be able to provide for my child. Like, we're going to have to do formula, which there's nothing against formula. Just right. in my plan, I wanted to breastfeed. Yeah. Um, so we tried all the different things. Um, and... He just, I just felt like he wouldn't latch unless he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And if he got to the point where he was so hungry, like, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I think that was the hardest part is just knowing, like, how badly I wanted it to happen. But it just wasn't working out. Um, so now I just exclusively pump, which 
there's nothing wrong with that either. He's still getting yeah. my breast milk. He's still getting fed. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now, honestly, like, there's a lot less stress on myself, which is what ultimately made me make that decision. Yeah. I just, I couldn't keep doing that to myself, you know? Yeah. The days were just super stressful, but honestly, like, getting past that part of it, he's a great baby, like, my postpartum experience. Like, as far as, like, how my body feels... I feel like I'm back to normal. That's and great. And I felt like that pretty quick. Yeah. Honestly. So, take away his lactation issues, his latching issues, honestly, my experience has been amazing. Yeah. And I and think that does have a lot to do with the preparation I had going into delivery, too. Yeah, definitely. That's so. what I was going to ask, if you would credit some of that to Absolutely. the work you put in with, like, prenatal, PT, yeah. and everything that you did prior to yeah I don't think my body would feel as good as it does if I hadn't prepared the way we did yeah absolutely yeah well good is he a good sleeper he is I mean he goes in his two-hour stretches but which is normal for his age so definitely he's growing so I feel like we're doing everything right (laughs) yeah yeah that's good um my postpartum um, when we got home from, so I did end up being able to breastfeed in the hospital. Everything went pretty well. I mean, I thought, I don't know. I had no idea. It's the first time you've ever done that. It's just kind of a whirlwind. You're sleep deprived. (laughs) You've got this new child you're taking care of. People are walking in to ask you questions and do all this stuff. And a lactation counselor comes in and puts this baby on your boob and is trying to teach you how to do this. And (laughs) you're just like, okay. Um, but, uh, So I was able to in the hospital just fine, and then I think it was our second day home, suddenly Riot just would not latch anymore, and he was, like, just having a meltdown, like... And it's stressful, isn't it? It is, because I was at home, and I had not ever even used my pump. We didn't have any formula at home. I live in the middle of nowhere. Right. I didn't plan for that, because in the hospital, everything had gone so smooth that I didn't... I didn't really worry about it because yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is great. Like, I'm able to breastfeed, and I didn't think I'd have to worry about it. And then there we are with my husband walking around the house, like, trying to calm this screaming baby down. And I'm sitting in our bedroom bawling, trying yeah. to figure out how to use this pump for the very first time that I've never used, and no one's <laughs> taught me how to use. And I feel like I'm not getting any milk out, which is normal at that point. Apparently, you only produced about an ounce at that point. And I think I got an ounce out. And I was, like, bawling (laughs) because I was like, I only got one ounce. All this stuff that you're just... Yep. Like, you don't know. So, you're just... Yeah, and my milk didn't come in until, like, day five. Yeah, yeah. Which, I'm like, is it ever going to come? Like, I just... Yeah. I let my mind go there, which they kept saying, like, sometimes it takes three to seven days. Right. Well, and another thing is you were patient with that, and then yeah. it did come in, and then now you're able to yeah. pump, and yep. which, yeah, it's still maybe, yeah. maybe not, like, what exactly was according to your plan, and no. again, like, any way you can feed your baby is a good way, whether that's formula yeah. by pumping and bottle feeding or breastfeeding, but it's just hard when you get something built up in your head that mm-hmm. that's the way you want it to go, and then it doesn't end up yeah going that direction, but... um. I remember I called my mom bawling and, well, I call, I think I called Emily, uh, who, yeah, she does lactation counseling and she suggested a, a nipple shield. I called my mom bawling, asked her to please come out and please bring one. So I think she came through McCook, stopped at the pharmacy. I mean, it took her an hour to get out yeah. to my place by the time all of that, but 
by then we had like given him what I had pumped in a bottle and it had gone fine and things were calm and then for a while I had to breastfeed with a nipple shield um which again that in the moment was like the end of the world to me because I thought then we'd never get weaned off of that and then I wouldn't yeah. be able to breastfeed and then we'd just have to bottle feed and I just remember being like and I just remember being like distraught and just spiraling from there and thinking that like everything was going to go wrong and um it's just hard when you're in the moment um, of postpartum and you're sleep deprived and everything's new and you have all these expectations and then you're having your hormonal letdown. Um, you just really start to spiral in instances like that, I feel like. Um, one thing I've experienced now a little bit later, like the first week was just kind of a blur, but one thing I've experienced since then, I swore I did not have postpartum depression. Um, I was like, no, I'm like so happy with this baby. And yet there was like this point that I think I called my mom every single night in a week straight crying. And I would like go outside. I'd tell my husband like, I'm going to go outside and water the flowers. I just need to like get outside. And I'd go outside and I'd water the flowers. I'd call my mom and I'd just bawl because I felt stupid almost. I was like, why am I crying? Like, I have this baby. Everything's good. Like, I'm happy. I love him so much. Like, why am I sad? And I, like, just didn't understand that. And um, it took me a little while, but I figured out I was having, like, postpartum anxiety a little bit bad. So, night times were hard for us. Like, I had just seen, you know, so many horror stories. And then they make you watch the videos at the hospital about SIDS and all this stuff and then safe sleep and all the things well my baby particularly would like not sleep unless he was being held which is like not part of the safe sleep right. guidelines and yeah, so on, on your yes back, yeah. yeah so I put him flat on his back in the bassinet and he wouldn't sleep so I was just like up all night long um, and then I'd try to hold him, and then I'd doze off, and then I'd wake up in a panic thinking that, like, oh my gosh, is he breathing? Like, did I just, like, suffocate him? Like, it was just, like, very stressful for a little, for a little while, so, um, I realized that, like, in the evenings when it was, like, getting closer to, like, nighttime and, like, getting closer to sunset, all these, like, scared feelings would start coming up because I knew I was going to be overtired. I knew he wasn't going to sleep. I knew that, you know, I <laughs> just was not handling that well. So that's when I was like going through that and I'd like call my mom and I'd just be crying. And she's like, I think you're getting like anxious about nighttime, you know, like, what can I do to help you? Can I come down and stay with you? You know, all these things. Um, and so I feel I did not, um, and I'm still considering it. Things have gotten better since then. I definitely continue to have like intrusive thoughts after that, like worrying about hurting my baby or something happening to my baby or me doing something wrong as a mom that, you know, was gonna harm him. Um, and so that was just like a very stressful spiral for a while for me. And I think it would have been beneficial to talk to somebody but I just thought, I, you know, I don't have time for that. I'm a new mom. I have to take care of my baby, and then I have to get back into work. But I did, once I started sharing that more and, like, opening up about that more, just even to, like, my husband and to a few friends and to my mom, um, that helped a ton just to be able to, like, talk that out, recognize, like, I am having anxiety. Some things that, like, I'm thinking and spiraling on are, you know, I don't want to say ridiculous because all your fears at that point are like valid, but it felt a little bit over the top 
of things that I maybe shouldn't have been worrying so much about when things were going well. So, um, but aside from that, like, I feel like postpartum has gone really well. Um, I jumped in and did postpartum uh, PT. I did see Emily for lactation counseling a few times following that initial freak out and everything got better and went fine and, you know, put some tips that she had given us into practice and um, I've been able to uh, breastfeed ever since, which I'm really thankful for. And um, yeah, just started in on like postpartum rehab and I feel like I healed really quickly and felt back to my normal self so, so, so fast because of that. And just easing into that slowly and working on uh, diaphragmatic breathing and pelvic floor exercise and core exercise, just Mm -hmm. nice and slow at my own pace. Um, I've been able to get back into going on walks and playing like some adult volleyball for fun. And just these things that I'm really thankful that I've been able to jump back into so quickly. Um, And I really credit that to the, yeah, the work that I put in before beforehand and then also just the way that I took things slowly after listened to my own body and started in on some PT following um following birth so and I haven't started postpartum PT yet but I definitely plan to yeah um it's something that Emily's talked to me about um when we were doing our prenatal stuff and she's like it's beneficial like definitely come see me and so I think today we're seeing her and we're going to get that started. But yeah. same thing, like just listening to your body. Like mm-hmm. everyone responds differently to yeah. giving birth. Like it's not a one one way fits all kind of thing. Like just because you hit six weeks or whatever doesn't mean that everybody can jump back into full activity at no. six weeks. No, no, so. no. So, yeah. Um, so I guess I would say my best advice for <laughs> people that are pregnant um, or wanting to be, uh, um, wanting to have babies in the near future is you can put together a plan, but just know that not everything's always going to go according to plan. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of have to trust God through that, that he's got a hand in it and he's Mm -hmm. taking care of it. And even though it doesn't always go according to your plan, it goes according to his and your baby will be taken care of whether you get an epidural or not, whether you're able to breastfeed or not, whether you have to be induced or not, um, all the things. So it's good to have a plan and a goal, but, um, just to be easy on yourself when it doesn't always go that way just know that god has created women's bodies to do amazing things yeah if you just remember that that like you're designed to do this like we're we were born to have it's just an innate thing within our bodies to be able to do this so go in with a plan but know that it might not go according to plan and that's okay Yes, exactly. Yeah, both of us went in with plans, and as you can see, like neither of us came out with what no, we expected. No, at all. but I wouldn't change it. But not it in either. a bad way. Yeah. No, I really yeah. truly don't think if I went back, I would change it because I feel like everything went how it went for a specific reason. reason. Right. And Agreed. Now I have a healthy, happy baby, yep. and I'm a happy mom, and yeah. that's really ultimately what matters. So, absolutely. But thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening to your stories. And Jada, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. See ya.